and I only drink it one time a day in the morning before I go work out. That's it. It's no different than anybody else. Is that the their stuff little... that you told me? Or you're like, this like makes me feel like I'm on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got beta alanine in it. That shit's amazing. Uh, All right. I think what we should do going forward is like you just we just fade into conversation and just ditch the intro altogether or shorten it up. I mean, we're like already over 100 episodes, and it's just like that could be the description. Like what Rogan does, where yeah. he's just like, and we're on. Yeah, because it, it kind of makes up. you feel like you're kind of joining in versus like, you know, we the intro's could, pretty long. We could change up the intro a little bit. Let's let's change it up now. Do it normal today, and you work on something. I'll just go off the cuff today, okay. and we'll see yeah, how it works. We'll see. Comment how well Mitch did on the spot. Yeah. Okay. Right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm rolling. <clears throat> Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Void. If you've come here, it's because you are trying to either start your business or grow your business and get it to a healthy level, and you're looking for a podcast that'll help you do that. Well, you're in the right spot. If you're new to the show, we're basically a podcast that helps your trades-based business learn some of the fundamentals to get your business where you want it to go. If you're a veteran of the show, you're hearing this and you're thinking, wow, that's a different intro. And it's because it is. I'm ad-libbing it right now. And we're going to ask for you guys to grade me on the new intro. So um, C plus. C plus, as, as Dave <laughs> says. So yeah. I'll give you a C plus. If you like what you're hearing on the show, do us a favor and share this show. Like literally pull your phone out and you're going to hit the share button and you're going to send it to a friend of yours that you want to hear it. Um, if you're on a Facebook group or something like that and you hear of people that are asking advice or asking for advice for starting their business, please do us a favor and drop us a, a link to the show on there or tag us on Facebook. It's at Podcast The Void. Um, you can tag us on all of that stuff and you can say, hey, these guys drop tons of freaking knowledge for freaking free. So <laughs> you can't really beat that. Um <sighs> So we are, we're going to kind of change up the intro a little bit uh, on the show. It was getting a little long in the tooth and getting a little boring. So um, this show today is going to be about, da, 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 Dave. I don't know. You don't know. What do we talk about? Our changing bodies. Yeah. Our changing bodies. Austin always says and that. Our, I think did, Austin did had a traumatic. Today? Yeah, I think Austin had a traumatic experience in sixth grade health class. <laughs> they flashed that like, penis up on the board, and he was like, "Oh my god, how'd you get lost. a picture of me?" <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> like just the no! outline drawing, the weird. Was your mom your sixth grade health teacher, and so she no. used you as like the class demo, like no. the mannequin? It's just like whenever you're in high school, they always try. To make it seem like hair. it's it's you know it's it's low key it's normal it's school but everyone knows like what you're going into because you get the permission slip slot oh, slip yeah. sign and all this sort of stuff and one kid got kicked out during the middle of it of course he did he was probably making ball jokes penis 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 oh. vagina vagina <laughs> vagina it was, he shouted out, varsity blues is yeah. that movies from he, yeah. he shouted out something vulgar after a certain you know, certain part, and then they're like, "Yeah, you're getting out." Yeah, you're out. He just yells out, "I did it!" Yeah. Like <laughs> that is just uh, like, "What are you doing, dude? Get <gasps> out of here!" That? Oh my god, it's scary. Oh, this is the STD section. Got oh, it. Oh, those were the worst. <laughs> is it like you knew that they were picking the worst photos oh, to yeah. scare you to death with? Yeah. Because like, if you looked those photos Don't up later, look at me naked. I oh, might get a disease. God, <laughs> so bad, dude. They were so bad. But yet. Bitches be showing up pregnant in high school all the time. I know. I don't. I, uh, you know, our high school wasn't too bad. It wasn't. There was always I just, think we there had was three a couple. Or four. There was a couple had, every year. We had like four hundred people in our class, but yeah, I think we had three or four every year that yeah. would get knocked up. So there's always at least one. That's one percent. 
<laughs> what, do they, do they still send him, do they still send him to Valley View? Is that what it put, the high school is called? They send all like the uh, like if you get kicked out of drugs, you get pregnant, you come back, whatever, you go to like, Valley View. No, the girls just stayed in. They just stayed in school. Stayed in, and then yeah, like. And then they wouldn't then be there for go, a while. Yeah, they just wouldn't be there for a while. <laughs> well, like for us, like, there was an actual school that they got sent to. It was like they had a daycare in there where it's like. Yeah, maybe that's after you have the kid. Yeah. I don't know. That could be. I don't know. Who knows? You got to time that stuff so it happens after the school year. Yeah. <laughs> knock them up during the school year. You know. You want to you want to knock this up show like, is like we didn't even rink. start on no, the yeah, rails. We didn't. Like we it's normally it starts the on the rails yeah. and then goes off the rails and sometimes we get it back on. We're well, just you didn't off. even start your stopwatch. Well, it's because you fucked up the whole rotation <laughs> of the show today. Yeah. All right, so we well, it's been five minutes. How about that? We are going to talk about social media and how to leverage that for not only your business but also your personal brand. And we're going to talk about ways to do it wrong. We're going to talk about mind, wrong mindsets to have. We're going to talk about ways to do it right. And we're going to talk about what can become of it. So the first thing that I want to hit <clears throat> is if you see somebody putting themselves out there on social media, whatever prejudgments you may have about that person, stop right now. Um, there are a lot of people that put themselves out on social media and you might think that, Oh, they're a dork or, Oh, what are they doing that for? Or they don't even have well, a first following off, or, or that post only has two likes. What are they doing? Right? I'm still going to say stuff like that to myself. Well, you are. I am. But I mean, I won't put it on the comments, but I like, look, look at this douche. But ultimately we have to start somewhere. Right. Yeah. And so, um, um, you know, it, it comes like this whole thing starts from getting your mindset around the idea that social media is absolutely the way of the future when you're going to get business, and it is absolutely the freest way to get work. And especially if you're a small business, a small one-man show should easily be able to keep their schedule full 100% or over 100% full by doing nothing other than doing great work, asking your customers for referrals, and being really active on social media. Like those are the only three things it takes yeah. to be wildly successful as a one man show in business. Well, not even just a one man show. Like, Hey, if you like what you're hearing on the void and you want even more info, we just started a mentorship program specifically for trades professionals to start their business or to get their business to an incredibly healthy position. So if you'd like more info, click on the link in the description of this show. As a one-man show, you should be getting so much work from social media if you're doing a good job that you almost have to immediately hire someone. Right. Like, that's my biggest beef with the guys in the group, in the Tradewinds group sometimes is, um, you know, they'll, and not all of them, I'm not going to say any names, but they'll be like, well, I just, you know, I, I don't want to be chasing that service and I don't want to be doing this. And it's like, they're kind of a, I think they even know it. Like if I get out there and I start pushing it, like it's going to make me hire people. Right. And they're almost afraid to take those steps. You know, it's like, hey, that's the whole point. Well, you and know it, what I mean? even if it's not hiring people, right? There's a lot of guys that are like, that we'll talk to either in trade wins or maybe it's a, uh, like a discovery call before trade wins or anything else. And you talk to these people and they're like, yeah, I know I should probably doing, be doing more social media. I'm just not that comfortable with it. But what else can I do to get leads? And it's like, dude. 
You're literally willing to spend thousands of dollars a month in leads to not to not do social break media. the fact that it's a little uncomfortable for you to make a post on social media. Yeah. Like get the fuck over yourself. Like that's the yeah. most inefficient use of your money ever. Yeah. When social media is free and you can gather tons of work with it for free. Yeah. But yet you're willing to spend thousands of dollars a month. Yeah. Like that's just dumb. Well, and you know, most construction guys are introverts anyway. Right. Like, you know, most of them aren't outgoing out in front of everyone. That's just, you know, that's probably why they got in the construction industry. I will say almost everyone, like after one month, two months, whatever, like you start seeing their posts. They're like, okay, I get it. Right. And then, but it's just, a, it's like a slow crawl for them to convince themselves that I have to do this. Right. Sometimes I think it's, um, because they're nervous and don't want to put themselves out there. Other times I think they're scared that they're going to have so much work that they're going to be forced to grow their business and take the extra steps that they don't think that they're mentally ready for. Honestly, you know why I think, you know, the, the number one thing of why I think people are hesitant to post on social media. Why? It's their own insecurities. Drops me something. It's their own insecurities manifesting into what they fear somebody else is going to think of them. And so what I mean by that is like, if I see somebody posting a lot on social media, if I'm an insecure person and I see somebody posting a lot on social media and I'm judging them, I'm quietly judging them, right? Idiot. What are they doing? Nobody's even watching that. Why are they doing that? They're wasting their time. They look silly or whatever the case may be. That's usually what I'm saying. Right. Well, then what happens is because you've spent so much time in your own head judging that person for that, and now when you get told you need to be posting on social media more, now all the things that were rolling around in your head, you're afraid everyone else is going to think that way about you. You right? think? Uh, 100%, I don't think so. A hundred percent. Like, I, and and I've got I've got tons of <clears throat> conversations to support this. Where people people will in the same conversation they'll be like I don't do all that social media stuff that's for the birds and I'm just not for that I'm kind of a private guy but yet you work in public people's houses and you just like you were asking me if you wanted to put your face on a billboard in town yeah like you'd rather pay to put your face on a billboard than to do social media and it's free like yeah and, and, I mean I get it. Like and, and the so only thing the, I have to go fall on is like my own thoughts. Right. Like I just, I don't, I don't know why I don't do it. It's hard. It's hard for me to. I know articulate. why you don't do it. It's because you I judge because, people that do it and you think it's silly. No, because by th that being said, that means that I would be insecure and care what other people think. You know me. I give no f's what anyone thinks. None. Like none. Literally yeah. zero. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't. That shit does not affect me. There, I have no insecurities. Right. There, I think there's two ways to say. I, I think, think it's a habit. I that, think it's a habit thing, too. Yeah, some of it might be a habit. Some, of, some think, people have resisted Facebook for so long. It's, it's like the mask wearers. It's like the people that are still walking around wearing masks today. Like COVID was three years ago, right? Yeah. But they fought against it for so long and they yeah, wanted to believe that, that the masks that were they, so effective for so long. They can't take it off. They can't drop their own pride and take it off because that would mean yeah. admitting defeat, right? Yeah. The people that have fought so hard against social media. Oh, I don't, I, I don't need Facebook. That's for the birds. I don't need to go, you know, I don't need people's approval for me to be successful and all that stuff, right? You're here, like you're hearing literally their insecurities whenever they tell you why they're not on Facebook. And it's like, oh, Oh, you think people are on Facebook because they need validation from others. No, that's not right. Well, some of them do. Some, maybe. Yeah. Right? A lot of them. Um, 
Oh, I might be looking on at Facebook one. I'm not because, sure. Like you're conceited and you like to, you like people you like put your face out there, you know, whatever. No, that's not it either. Right. But these are all the people's individual securities of like, they're basically telling you that if they got on Facebook, that's why they would do it, but they don't like that. So they're not going to do it. And they just don't understand the power that comes from it. Right. I mean, like it or not, technology is moving this world faster forward faster than ever before. And um, we'll, we see this in trade winds. We'll continue to see it in trade winds. Um, you know, it, th- this is the age old uh, adage of like um, <clears throat> plumbers. How many plumbers are resistant to ProPress? How many plumbers grew up and spent 15 or 20 years of their career soldering, piping, and burning the fuck out of themselves and dripping hot flux everywhere and making a mess and running out of materials and all the stuff, right? All the burdens that come with soldering. And then ProPress comes out. Are they actually against ProPress or are they pissed off that the newer generation has it a little easier than they do? And they know. really just want the newer generation to have to work as hard as they did. I don't know. That's weird because I don't like ProPress, but it's because it like you can't get it into tight places and it drives me insane. Well, they make attachments now where you can Like can't. if it's a really tight space and literally all you had to do was solder one little 90, you can cut a little six by six hole. Mm-hmm. Now these guys are having to, you know, I, I see it all the time in like, Hey, got my new pro press and I did all this and literally they've cut an eight by eight hole in the side of this house yeah, yeah, yeah. so that they can repipe like four feet of like, dude, yeah. like but, why would you, so but, why would you do pro press instead of just sweating two adapters on there and running pecs? House fires. Running pecs. You house could, fires. You could shark bite a freaking pex Ugh, adapter on there. That's the you, same thing as pro press. You're campaigning for shark bites over oh, pro press? Oh God, pro press sucks. <laughs> well, I think what Dave is saying can, is like they, there's, there's like, um, when new technology comes out, like using it as a tool, and so I think it needs to be like use ProPress, but also it's probably good to know soldering. Do, do they make a ProPress to PEX adapter? Absolutely. Why wouldn't you just do that? You totally could. Just do that on the first one and then But at, the, roll. at that point, why change materials over to PEX and go with internal fittings than to stay with ProPress and stay external fittings, right? It's just easier to get into places. Maybe, but... I mean, they've got ProPress draws now that are small enough. They're, they're pretty small. That you can get in ProPress tighter places than you can PEX. And they've got PEX draws for ProPress. Time since I, you had to use some PEX. So, but, <laughs> but ultimately what I'm saying is, and this is the chronological thing, right? The, the new technology comes out, and the early people are like, that'll never hold, right? And then all of a sudden it holds. Well, then so now they have to come up with some other excuse. Well, that's not as good as soldering. I'll be damned if it's not. Like, soldering, you can easily fuck up. Pro press, it's either pass-fail. I mean, yes, well, so there are... so soldering is pass-fail. It either... I mean, you could have one blow later, but blow later, it's right? literally pass-fail. So, I mean, and, and you can have that with pro press as well. However, the more machinery and technology that's controlling the interaction, the more control you have over the interaction, right? If I've got a manufactured fitting and I've got a manufactured pipe, and then I've got a manufactured machine that is going to squeeze that fitting onto the pipe, literally the only thing the human has to do is make sure it's pushed on all the way and squeeze a trigger, right? And not pinch your finger off. But if you go flux and solder and piping and everything else, we got to make sure the pipe's cleaned and prepped properly. we got to make sure the fitting's cleaned and prepped properly. Humans are lazy. What's the first thing that they don't want to do? Sand it right, right? And then they got to get the flux right. they got to get the solder right. they got to get the heat right and everything else. And if there's any moisture in that pipe, 
they're going to be fighting that too, right? Yeah, water so, is the only real right? bad disadvantage. And, and I'm not campaigning for one or the other. I'm sitter. I'm just literally. I'm just saying arguing with these, these for fun. These older guys swear pro press is wrong, but if you really dive down into it, they don't hate pro press. They hate that the newer generation has an easier path to success than they did. It's the it's the same adage of like the older I get, the better I used to be. Right. Or like what our parents used to say, walking uphill both ways to school in the snow and, you know, all of that shit. Right. Like like when school buses came out, everyone's like, well, that's fucking stupid. Those things are going to crash and kill kids. They should just walk on the side of the road like everybody else. Right. And like this conversation is taking an odd turn. Well, <laughs> I get what you're saying. We're still talking about the idea of people being resistant to newer technologies. I think it's a, a lot of that stuff is people don't want to admit that they're wrong yes. either. So right. like when something comes out and they're like, nope, that's not going to work. And then it works. They have to literally admit to themselves. Oh, I was wrong about that. And people hate that. Yeah. People, Mitch hates it more than anyone I've probably ever met in my life. God, he'll argue with you about something not even important. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, I, no, I have a piece all on the, the time. <laughs> the social, I, I, on the social media thing, 15 years ago, when I saw someone post on Facebook kind of pushing themselves out, it did kind of come across kind of awkward only because socially people were actually interacting more 15 years ago. Right. But now it's gone to the point where like you act, people don't actually go out anymore. I, well, I, mean, they, that's, I mean, people, <clears throat> restaurants are packed every freaking night. So I don't buy into the whole thing of like people don't go out anymore. Power and Light's still packed every weekend. Restaurants are still packed. People have still you, go out. Have you been to Power and Light? It is not packed. It is. You'd be lucky if it didn't like, fold. But, but what I'm saying is, is people still go out. This is another way that they communicate, and um, you know, it's it's no different than like like texting, right? Back in the day. Nobody wanted to text. Everyone wanted to call. When texting came out, they're like, why would you text when I can just solve it with a phone call? I used to be that way. I'm still that way. I'm, why am I wasting time with a text? I want to call, right? Yeah. Well, now, they, I mean, remember when you used to have custom ringtones for people? Mm-hmm. Because you wanted to, you know, you would pay for custom ringtones. And I now your remember. phone's been on silent for five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And and also you'd have custom voicemails and, mm-hmm. yo, you know what to do? Leave a message at the beep and all that's crap, right? And now it's like you don't even have to have a voicemail because mm-hmm. nobody's going to leave you a voicemail anyway. That's where things go to die. They're going to call you, and if you don't answer, they're going to hang up and text you what they would have left in a voicemail. Yeah, most of the time. I hate texting because people read into it too much, and it drives me insane. They can. They, like, they try to add their own tone to what they've read. Yeah. And then... It creates animosity. Then people are mad, and it's dumb. If if I ever Austin and I text back and forth a ton, um, and if I'm ever if is is there's ever a thing where I need to talk about where I'm worried it could be taken the wrong way, I call, right? Yeah. And, and it might not even be a bad conversation. It might not need to be like a. It might not even be a correction or anything. Mm. It's just going to be. I don't like the way this is going to come across in a text and I don't want him to think any, like I don't want him to overthink it or, or yeah. anything else. So let's call. And let's, Austin's bad about overthinking like, stuff. Well, yeah, a little I'm, bit. I'm you're really good. You're yeah. throwing me under the bus. Well, I think for me, anytime it depends. Like I, like I like using text messages for things of like, be there at five, right? Question mark. Like just that. Yeah, sort like of stuff. quick, like quick things, but in depth conversations. Like for creative stuff. Ah, like right. we'd both be shooting ourselves in the foot if we didn't wait. Like, for the creative stuff, like we both kind of realize that we have to wait. Something about being in the same room when you're bouncing ideas off of each other, like that, just doesn't happen organically. That yeah, the greatest the greatest communication is face to face. You facial expressions, mm-hmm. right. Tone and what's the part- attitude. You can get it all right. 
And you just can't do that in texting. But in the speed, even that, on the phone, you can't do the it. The speed but, that everything moves today, you can't do face to face most of the time. Yeah, right. That's a whole other problem too. And also, people, like, everything moves so fast, and technologies move so fast. I'm convinced people are getting dumber. Well, they don't need to be as smart. Mm. Why do I need to memorize the wars and who did I don't, what? I don't when mean I've got that. All Google. Right? I, I don't mean that. They they can't speak correctly. They right. can't type correctly. They literally people can't even get in their car and drive without putting their iPhone up I know. and then having their GPS on to go somewhere they've been 10 times. Yep. Because I think people are just, they're, they're relying on technology so much yeah. that it's making their brains not work. Yeah. Like it's shutting their or brain it's, power Or it's down. freeing up brain space for them to focus on something else. I think on like what? Half well, the country know. doesn't work. What are they worried about? What are they focusing <laughs> on? Nothing's happening. <laughs> on Dave's point, point, I, I sort of like, looked at my my conversations ahead during the week and i realized that there's a lot of like kind of useless text messages that i've sent where it's like when i just wait to see this person this person a person because it's not like a critical thing and so i kind of realized in my own personal communication like there's so many texts where it's like i'll just wait till i see them in right. person where it's like yeah you know it's it, when it's there it's so easy to send messages back and forth but like you know really i only have to use my you know like I shouldn't well, really ever have to. I mean, I don't humans, run a business or anything, but... You know. Humans yeah. feed off communication, right? You, you, you stop communicating with people and people start getting depressed. Yeah. Right? Hence COVID. Right. So... People were losing their shit, but what could they do? They could still text and stuff, but it still was not the type of communication and face-to-face interaction that people needed. Exactly. That's my point. Mm-hmm. There's, I shouldn't say that's my point. That's why I hate texting and I hate separation and i don't like social media as much because I, I feel like it does take away from people actually getting together yeah, yeah. you know what i mean well, like if you're trying to run a large team or like nowadays with technology mm-hmm. your team can be remote yeah like you you don't have a, a choice like you can't say i'm not going to run a remote business because i hate texting like if that's part of what's required for you to run your business you're going to figure out how to do it then but, you yeah. have to figure out how to properly communicate digitally Right. Yeah. So like my virtual assistant, um, we text back and forth, but we also meet on zoom. We used to meet every day. Now it's like once a week, twice a week that we meet on zoom. And, um, you know, we, we, we'll do a lot of texting back and forth. And then this morning, uh, or yesterday morning, I met with her on zoom and it's been like nine days since I've met with her on zoom. And I literally opened the conversation with like, damn, it's good to see you. Like, I haven't seen you in nine days. We've yeah. texted every day, mm-hmm. yeah. but I haven't seen you in nine days. Like, And I, keep in mind, I've never met this girl in person, ever. She's in the Philippines. Yeah, but you still see her. But see her on Zoom, yeah. right? So um, ultimately, what what I'm getting at with all of this stuff is as as the wave of technologies and stuff come on, you don't need to be... You don't need to be gruffy, old man. You don't want to be resistant to new technology. That doesn't mean you're bought into it, right? When when threads came out, which was Instagram's version of Twitter, right? Yeah. Everybody jumped on, for one. To try. Well, they jumped on to try, and it seemed like it was the hot thing, right? Well, they rank you for how quickly you joined. Like, I think I'm like 4,700-something. I think that was part of it, too. Right. I, I wasn't disagreeing with threads, but I didn't go sign up right away. And the main reason I didn't sign up right away was because your threads account was attached to your uh, Instagram account. 
and the only way to delete a Threads account is like, let's say you didn't like Threads and you wanted to leave. You had to leave Instagram you had to leave, too. You had to delete Instagram as well. And, I'm not on Instagram. and so I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to wait and see what happens. I don't disagree with Threads, but I'm going to wait and see what happens. And then if it seems like it's catching on and it can be trendy, then great, right? But the world is full of these, um, I'm going to call them like fake entrepreneurs. These people that sell online courses that they, of things that they've never done, like like Chat GPT comes out, and it's amazing how many people were they're experts. Chat GPT yeah. experts, and Chat GPT mm. came in out two three weeks. days ago. Yeah, right? in two weeks. And Let me teach you how to use Chat GTP. Yeah, yeah. Like what? The, really? The what it is, is, is they, they research it for like one day, and yeah. then they get everything together. <laughs> and, and so the world is full of those kind of clowns, right? And so. That was the initial, and I'm not saying those guys, but like there was a lot of people, including those guys, that were the initial rush, right? And, and I mean, I'm not faulting them for doing it or anything else, but like props to them for jumping in and checking it out, right? And if it takes off, then great. You were in early. If it, and it doesn't take off, you, you lost nothing. Yeah. Well, right? I mean, what do we talk about in marketing all the time? You have to just try things, yeah. right? You've got to be in every avenue that you think will help generate leads, right? right? And right. you can't be afraid of the one mm-hmm. that's free and literally you can reach 5 million people in your Kansas City metro area right. for free yeah. because you're just afraid or lazy or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to – if it's – I don't want to say it sucks that you have to do it because it doesn't. I mean, but you, you have to take that Avenue. You just have to, there's, there's no way around it. If you're in the home services business and you are not a fan of social media, you will fail 100% of the time. There is zero way you are going to be successful on home services and not be in some way, shape, or form involved in social media. And you don't have to be a fan of social media. You don't have to like social media. You have to look at it as a job. Exactly. This is another – okay, so you have – Mondays you do bookkeeping. You have your Zoom call. You have Apex call. You have whatever. By 2 o'clock, I have to have two posts on. Like that's how – it. if you need to think of it that way to make sure that it gets done – Put it on your calendar every day. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Make active posts. Have um, chat whatever. AI. Don't, don't have chat GPT write your posts. Don't do don't that. Don't have them write your posts, but you can write short sentences, have it generate 10 or 15 posts, and then go through them. And like if you're. You can use it for inspiration. If you're to the point where, like, look, I'm exhausted. I have to do this every day and I'm out of material. Do that and then take those and write them as if they're your own. So, Don't just cut and paste and, you know, put them in there because, but use it as inspiration. Yeah. I, I, I've you, had to do it sometimes. You'll never be out of material unless you are a lazy bastard that's sitting on the couch 24 seven. Right. And the reason I say that is your life gives you all the material you need. I don't schedule my posts. There's a lot of people that will schedule their posts out for a month or yeah. a week. I don't schedule my posts. Well, they need that. Some some people need that strict, I have to treat it as a job to make sure it gets done mentality. S- some people might do that. I want authenticity and I want like uh, speed of things, right? So if I'm posting it on social media, it's something that's mm-hmm. happened like right away. 
Like this morning, I made a post. Of, there was this newer person in the gym. I've never seen him there before. She's wearing like leggings and she's wearing a sports bra and that's it. And she's got a shapely figure. She's tan. She's got long blonde hair. She's got fake boobs. Take pictures and send them to me. Yeah, I, that's I don't go to the gym. In the gym. It's but just anyway, for me. Like I recognize that and it does nothing for me. But I also I'm a people watcher, right? I start recognizing all the dudes are going and dropping their 20s and they're picking up 35s <laughs> or they're dropping their 40s yeah. and they're picking up 60s. Yeah. And now they're like hurling these 60s around. They're trying to impress her, right? Yeah. I, don't, I don't live 40s. I, 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 who put these here? Yeah. You know, they're, they're like, well, those are my weights there. Man, right? I hate when people don't put their weights back on the rack. And so then, <laughs> so then the girl's like walking around and doing her things and all the girls that were there, as soon as the this newer attractive girl would walk by other women as soon as she was beyond them those other women like looking at each other rolling their eyes Dude, they're rolling catty. Their, oh man oh man women are the worst and, and so i like so i'm catty. like that's a fucking facebook post right if like if you're worried about what to post on facebook like, post that like that's, the jimmy so peacock in this morning there's an above average <laughs> level of attractiveness female here and the dudes are lifting weights they've never ever lifted before. The, the chicks are rolling their eyes they're like, mad they're yeah. mad that they're there yeah what is with the um, have you seen those leggings that are like the most form fitting yeah. leggings? I mean, dude, they are in cracks that you shouldn't see. Yes. Like they, they're literally, it looks like they've just painted their skin purple. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah. I don't know like who's making these or like, holy shit. I saw a funny video People in the gym are- that was like girls in the gym will wear a, a t or a, a hoodie that's four sizes too big yeah. to try to keep attention off of them, but, but it never works. And the, and the guy, the guy, the guy is acting like a girl in the gym that's wearing. They call it a pump cover. The guy's acting like he's a girl in the gym wearing the pump cover, wearing the big hoodie, right? And he's like, you know, I wear this to keep the eyes off of me. And then he turns around and walks away from the camera. Yeah. And he's got booty shorts on, yeah. pulled up his ass crack, and he's popping yeah. his ass yeah. as he walks away. Yeah, that's because what they that's do. Every fucking girl in the gym, they're yeah. like, "Don't look at me," but I'm gonna wear yeah. leggings that are scrunched in the ass crack to accentuate my cheeks. Yeah. And that are tighter yeah. here and looser here. And then be mad when dudes are looking. Don't look at me. Yeah. What the fuck are you wearing? And then are they're high-waisted, so it makes it look like my waist is skinnier yeah. than it is. You know, all the things, all right? All the 80s stuff yeah. is back. I, and then I'm, I'm over here lifting barbells in a sports bra with my fake tits and nothing else, but don't yeah. look at me. Yeah. She right? wants you to look. Yeah. Like, they totally she, want you to look. Yeah. So, but, like, it's the funny story, like... That happens everywhere, like in church anytime. They're like, well, we need some guys to move chairs. And you have that guy that, like, he has a girl he likes, so he tries to carry, like, six chairs in each <laughs> right. arm. We yeah. need to help up in the cafeteria. Like, it's it's every walk of life. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, it's, it's that guy's try, everywhere. That guy's trying to get a mate, though. The difference that's a is... a little different. Oh, yeah, that's the difference, yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. He's trying to get a, a lifetime partner. Yeah, not he's like trying to, yeah. Night. I was going to yeah. say, the difference is the girl in the church is not wearing a sports bra and ass crack showing leggings. Yeah, he's just trying to get a girl to go out. I know what church you go to because <laughs> Mitch gonna I might start. be looking, right? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But what is the matter with you? Come, I told him. He's like, oh, like, where are they, Austin? Yeah, but, no, but what, I'm, what I'm saying just is wait. Facebook posts are everywhere. They're, they're like, if you're busy, you have no shortage of things to post about, right? I almost got rear-ended on the highway today. Like, traffic slowed down in front of me. I'm slowing down. Apparently, the two people behind me weren't paying attention. Oh, and man. they literally lock up their brakes and split me. 
one oh, on man. each side and they're going by me with their tires locked up. You're just looking. And I'm like, like oh, oh shit. Oh, it would have totaled my truck, right? <laughs> and and probably burst into flames. Probably burst into flames, kill Danny me. D. Danielle becomes a multimillionaire off my life insurance policy. Like but speaking for all of, I know, she probably paid these people. We probably need <laughs> to get life insurance on each other. Maybe. Tradewind's gonna blow up and then like one of us dies and we'll be like, oh shit. Yeah. Like I can't do it by myself. But like I could make a Facebook post out of that. Right. Like there's literally no shortage of Facebook posts to be made anywhere, any day. You just take something out of your real life that's authentic and you tell the story. Right. And if you can tell it in a way that elicits some kind of emotion. Great. If that's humor, if that's I try to avoid anger. I don't want to make people angry. Um, so I try to that's avoid probably my problem. That's where Dave picks up the slack. Well, yeah, so, I've been pretty good. So that's level two. Of I've been people, pretty good. That's level two of people that do social lately. Right? They'll say, oh, okay, I'll get on social, but now they start dumping their thoughts that they, they really, those are, those are destructive thoughts and you need to keep those to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's a 20%. Yeah. And, and what I yeah. mean by that is you'll yeah. have, and I don't know why this is, this is going to be dudes that are 40 to 50 years old, maybe 40 to 60 years old. And they're, they never really post anything of their own thoughts. Yeah. They'll share stuff. Man, right? I hate the shares. They'll share a riot video. They'll share a video of a kid getting his ass kicked. They'll share a video of a politician getting owned or, or yeah. whatever. And, and so, okay, good. You've made a step that you're on social media. Bad that you're only using it to help create division. And if you, yeah. especially if you're wanting to use social media to grow your personal brand and your business, you do not want to divide your followers. I lost like 10 friends in the last two weeks. Literally what I was doing. So it, like that started to piss me off bad. Yeah. Like both sides. Yeah. People on the right, people on the left. But like, um, do you remember Debbie Moss Hackett? Yes. So she's super... She was a school teacher, yep, Democrat. Yep, yep, yep. yep. She, all, she just, she, it was like every day it was something about Biden and Trump and Trump and Biden and Biden. And so I started when they put stuff on there, I just, I'd put on there, hey, look, another divisive post. It's hard for the country to come together when people do stupid shit like this. Yeah. And it wasn't just her, but like I would start doing it to other people. Dude, I just, I mean, friends were dropping off like yep. every time I'd post something, but I was tired of looking at it. Yeah. It fucking, like well, I know that it's wrong and I know what's going on. Okay. I don't need to be, constantly bombarded with your divisive nature every day like my life's hard enough like i'm trying to hold it together every day i don't need these little fucking pins and needles right you know every time i'm on there the the one thing i've learned is you can't change people all you can do is show people the right way and they have to choose to change themselves right so unless i have a vested interest in somebody I ain't trying to change them. I've given up on that. It's not even worth my time, right? Well, I'm so, not trying to change them. No, I'm just no, trying. I'm just pointing out, like, stop being this way. Right. But but what I'm saying is, you don't have a vest. Like a lot of those people that you would do that with the, the whole internet argument or the Facebook arguments. These are strangers that aren't going to listen to you. There's no way you're going to win the argument. Like, who would even decide yeah. what the winner is? They're just two people that are puking their thoughts at each other. But nobody's going to change. Nobody's no. ever walked away from a Facebook argument going. That was really valuable insight. I can't wait to apply that in the future. Mm. Right? The, everyone walks away from every Facebook argument going, fucking idiot. I, I'm usually like, I hope I see them in public. Right. <laughs> so, um, um, like, level two is, okay, you're on Facebook, but you're still being really divisive. So you need to set some boundaries and some rules for yourself about what you'll post on social media. Right? So, like, my rules for myself must be 100% authentic. Right? It's got to be me. There's, there's 
plenty of other people out there that we don't need two Daves. We don't need two Austins, right? It's got to be me. Another rule is it can't be divisive. Now, that's kind of a touchy one because sometimes you have to yeah, talk about I'll some tough some, shit. I'll post some divisive stuff, but it's not like blatantly obvious every fucking right. day. It, so Stop. What, what I'm talking about is like sometimes you got to talk about some tough shit that is going to offend people. Yeah. But that's not necessarily divisive. Divisive would be like polarizing your following. Mm-hmm. In other words, taking a firm political stance one way or the other. If you don't right? believe this, then you can F off and blah, 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 like those sort of posts. Well, that kind of stuff or like taking a firm political stance, right? Um, you know, you'll never see me go on my Facebook, whether I like Biden or not, which I don't, but you'll never see me go on my Facebook and bash him. Yeah. Because what's it going to do? Yeah. Old man. It's not going to do anything. He's never going to see it. But it is going to make my followers think a certain way about me. And whether they agree with me or not politically, it's going to make them recognize, wait a minute, this guy might have some drama going on, and I don't want any of that. I, I want a drama-free well, life. you say that, but most people love drama. Like, that's why the drama on TV is so popular, and that's why well, women are catty at the gym, because right. they love drama. But leave they it for those eat things. It up. Right. Don't let them get their drama from you. Yeah. Like, let them get it from somewhere else, right? Now, with all that said, America does appreciate people that can take a firm stance on an issue. Whether they agree with them or not, they agree with... You can take a firm stance on an issue and be out front about it, but not be crushing other people at the same time. Right. Like, you could do something like... Not be negative, not be divisive. You can come out and say... And this is kind of what you were saying before. You can come out and say, hey, I believe 100% that Joe Biden is the greatest president in the history of mankind, and he's doing all these great things. We just aren't going to see it for a long time. Right. Like, you could, the, problem, the only problem with those is there is going to be divisiveness on that post, but it's going to be from the next person up. Yeah, it's going to be from the comments. It's not necessarily from what you are giving. Right. Well, you could do, like, factual things to be like, okay, we're – like with a veteran discount, hey, um, have the flag in the background. We believe in our troops defending our country, yada, hold yada, on, yada. Hold on, You're saying this and nobody has any clue what you're talking about. Uh, the veteran. So I'm talking about like creating a stance on something. So it's like we did the video for the Veterans Day and why you did the discount. Keep going back farther. I, I like where you're going yeah. with this, but you got to keep in mind, you and I were the only ones there filming the video. Nobody gotcha. else knows what we're talking about. So Mitch so, and I filmed a video about a discount that we do for Veterans Day. It's 11%. The reason why is because of 9-11. There's a whole backstory of that. You'll see it on Facebook. So that's the type of political thing that's not divisive. It's a stance of saying yes, we, st- we, we stand behind our troops. We're American, you know, yep. patriots, yada, yada, yada. Yep. That's not... That would be different than us saying, like, every, Trump 2020. everyone should have a gun. If they come for me, I'm going to shoot them through the door, and I believe in guns and guns rights. Like, you know, Out of my cold, stuff, dead hands. Know. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to kill them all. Right. Well, and, and, and <laughs> but I don't post that stuff either. You right. know what I mean? That, and that's I, what I'm I, saying. I sold all my guns, just for the record. Bullshit. Every one of them's gone. <laughs> flipped over that boat. Be like a... <laughs> They're at the bottom of some lake. Like house guarded by guns three nights a week. You guess which three nights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, sorry. The, I kind of screwed that one up. I, no, I, I, you're I, right. I, you're I forget that no one else is, you know, that's yeah. like the, the center of the universe. Sort of yeah, mindset. the world doesn't revolve around you, Austin. <laughs> the, Shit. 
So the idea is you want to you want to be revered on social like you want to be authentic, but you want to be revered on social media as somebody who is confident and somebody that is respectful, right? Yeah, I can be confident and respectful and still be a Trump supporter, right? Yeah, I can I can I can be open and honest and transparent of like he did this well, yeah, he kind of fucked up there. But he did this well, and yeah, he's not perfect, so yeah, he, he shouldn't have said that. Like, that was bad. Yeah. Like, that type of political stance is probably not going to polarize your audience. That's probably going to be okay, right? But Well, people go maybe. off the hinge. You, you might find, people yeah, are crazy. You might find some, some weird ones, right? But I guess what I'm saying is, like, because it's such a dicey thing, I try to avoid that completely. Altogether. Right? And I didn't used to. Three or four years ago... Well, you didn't weren't you didn't own your own business. You weren't trying to grow that business. You right. didn't have employees that depended on you. Right. You weren't trying to push trade wins at that time. Right. Like it's just it's just you, and there's no consequences. Right. You know, no right. matter what you put on there. Right. Right. And and I'm not saying you have to change who you are because of your business. You are who you are, and that's what makes you great. It's just there are some things where we keep to ourselves, and there are some things where it's okay to say. And there are some things that are damaging. Like we all have destructive thoughts. We all do. So it's, it's being able to not say those out loud and um, being able to, to bite your tongue on those, right? Well, Diarrhea <clears throat> of the mouth has caused more shitty situations than anything else out there. Well, what, did, what did we talk about? I, I think it's only been five or six shows ago. Maybe it's been longer than that. But like you have to grow up and mature. As a business owner, yeah, and part of that is learning to be quiet, yeah, and learning to be humble and learning to not be selfish with with what you want to say, right, mm-hmm. right, right. Like you want to, I want to, I want to walk down the road, and every time I see some, I'm not, you know what, I'm not even going to say it now, yeah, I, you know, a some political sign you don't agree with, yeah, I want to tear it out of their yard and then take it up and use it as kindling to light their house on fire. Like, that's what I want to do, but I don't. Well, right. Well, too, like when you post um, when you post something on social media, for one, you don't see anybody's face, so you see the, the, the text bar. Also, too, you think you're messaging everybody, and you are, but people read it individually. So even if you're making a like general statement, people who are insecure and people in general, they can see that and be like, okay, well, it's coming through my phone, so it's at me. Right. It's tricky. It, it can be tough, right? Mm-hmm. So ultimately, if you are, if you're listening to this show and you're not posting one post a day on social media, keep in mind the goal is to get to four or five posts a day across several platforms. Shit, I thought I did good doing two today. Well, you did. <laughs> I do, like twice a week. You did do good. Right? I done did good, good dad. I mean, go, go look at how many posts you've made over the last six months. Um, I've probably been posting something once a week. Be my guess. Okay, That'd be so my guess twenty posts. Yeah, thirty posts yeah. over six months. Yeah, right. So something like that. Um, the the main the reason so the reason I'm talking about that is frequency. People have an incredibly short memory, um, especially about things they don't care about. Right. Yeah. Prime example of that. Um, we'll have customers that'll call us for work. And they'll say, oh, cool. How'd you hear about us? Or we'll, we'll ask them, how'd you hear about us? Oh, my friend so-and-so told me to, excuse me. You okay? My, my friend so-and-so told me to use you guys. Did you just throw up a little bit? No, I just burped. <laughs> and, and so, so then 
um, we'll be like, oh, have you ever used this before? Nope, never have. Okay, we'll go ahead and give us your info and we'll get you on the schedule, right? And so now we start plugging in their info and our mm-hmm. system auto-populates it. They're in our system. We've worked for them before. Yeah. They don't remember it. Yeah. Right? And it's some of it, maybe maybe we dropped the ball and we didn't give them a memorable experience. Other of it, maybe the thing that we were working on was the last thing from their mind. It was an inconvenience that day, and they're, mm-hmm. gra- they're glad we were able to fix it with no excitement and move on. And yeah. they've literally forgotten mm-hmm. about it because we were so smooth, right? And when people are busy, right? Yeah, you're right. Like they had to get eight kids to soccer that night, and they're like, oh, my God, my toilet flapper needs to be changed. Oh, they came in. They did it. They're gone. I paid them down the road. They went. They Done. forgot the next day that that happened. Right. right. Some people look at in-home repairs like they look at where they ate for dinner last Tuesday, right. last week, right? That's they just like don't me. Remember. I, I don't remember where I eat. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And, I mean, and it so, has to be pretty memorable and pretty great for me to hold on to that thought. Right. And so because people are so busy and they're so forgetful, that's why the frequency of posts makes all the difference in the world is because if you're only posting once a week or once a month, then when that person needs services you provide, they've forgotten about you. They don't know you, right? However, if you're making several posts a day, and your posts are good posts too, right? They're they're engagement worthy. They're funny. They're humorous. They're they create conversations or whatever the case may be. <clears throat> now that person remembers you. Now that person knows exactly who you are, and because they're seeing it over and over and over, and they're not getting tired of seeing it because they're the ones logging on to social media. That's another fear people have. People are afraid they're going to get tired of hearing me talk or hearing me post or anything else. They can un- if they get tired they'll unfollow well, they've, or they'll unfriend. Well, like you were just saying, they forgot. Well, right. like if you're, I mean, I don't know what the what the line is. I would say if you're posting three, four, five times a day, like that's probably almost too much. Well, you can't post too much because the algorithm is going to prevent. If I made five posts a day, if you I won't saw, see all five of them. Well, you that, might only see one. That's where I was going with that. If I saw all five posts that you put. This is a great example. When your wife was on Facebook and your boys were young, there would be literally 15 posts a day about how much she loved her kids mm-hmm. and pictures of them and all. I had to unfollow her. She was mad at me. She was like, why would you unfollow me? I was like, Danielle, I love you. I don't need to hear it. I, I just, you're, yeah. you've sucked up my entire feed well, with what you have going on. That was back when the algorithms were different. They were showing you everything from everybody. Yes. And now, which I kind of wish sometimes it would go back to that, but I kind of do. But now the algorithms are set to where they're going to show you what they think you're going to be interested in. And they're even going to show you shit from people that you don't even follow. Suggested post. You might like this. You might like that. Yeah. I hate you watch this video. You watch that video. You watch, you clicked on this ad. What it's sucked up my phone right now. I've got to go through there and like literally you have to mm -hmm. scroll so fast that you go buy those and stop on the ones you want to read that are your actual friends. And it takes takes like three days. Yeah. I don't have time for that. Dude, (laughs) I I can't remember what the ad was, but um, Danielle and I were on date night and we have a no phone policy on date night unless it's to like not settle an argument, but to like answer a question. So like yeah, you got to Google something. Yeah, sometimes we'll be we'll be talking about some of life's ponderings about whatever, and, and it's she's like, like you're dumb. Google it, right? Yeah, and or, or it'll be like we're talking about something, and so I'm like, uh, you know, they posted this or whatever. Let me just pull it up and I'll show you, right? And so here I am looking for their post, and I've accidentally clicked on an ad, uh, and, I'm, and I was at dinner. Like this was like two or three weeks ago, and I'm like, oh 
Now, now you're going to have them for three days. It was a for him's ad. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is even worse. Boner pill Boner ads. Pill all ads. day. Like, I'm already getting them fed my direction because I'm 41. Age. Yeah. It's another age. thing to click yeah. on the ad because now yeah. I basically just excited the algorithm. And so now yeah. my feed's nothing but fucking boner pill ads. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm like quickly, quickly scrolling past them when I see them to retrain it. But, but I mean, ultimately, you need to be posting that much content out there because people forget you. People forget about who you are, and do not worry about what other people are going to think because for one, fuck them, and for two, if they don't like it, they'll unfollow you. Okay, I have a moderate, and I say moderate social media following because I have a very engaged following, but it's not huge. Mine's probably tiny. Um, I wonder how many. I have no idea. Y- y- Not that. Sound, Austin. Soundbite. 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 That's that's David's new ringtone for when he calls. <laughs> Mine's probably tiny. Apparently, I'm. Mine's gonna, probably tiny. Apparently, I'm just gonna have to pull it out and it's gonna be on camera. Oh great! Yeah, Caitlin, it's, go in the other room. It's cold in here. Oh, I'll be fine. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. I'm trying to see how many followers I have on social media. I will show it to you right now. Okay, so I have 2,600 friends. I have seven. I don't know. <laughs> seven friends. I don't know how many follow. How do you find that? I have no idea. You're the social media guru. Yeah. Mr. Big Baller. Look, look me up on Facebook. Look my, how many, ball, my like, See if yours will show me. I can't. I've got the timer running. That's not true. Yeah, you can. I, I'm, I'm wanting to, I mean, I this can. is to help prove a point. Okay, fine. Austin, look me up. See, see if yours shows uh, shows you how many people yeah. are following me. Must because Search. I have professional mode. Mitch yeah, Smedley. Yeah, screw you on that. That's a whole different ball of wax. <laughs> this is what came up. Up, oh. up. Oh, there it is. Does it say twenty six hundred friends? Yes. It, it'll probably give you mutual friends. Twenty six hundred friends. Eighty mutual friends. Oh, it says followed by 868. 868. Okay. <laughs> that, that can be hard to see your own following. So followed by 868. So 2,600 friends, 868 followers. My fast math says that's 3,400 people, right? So there's a lot of people out there that have 5,000 friends and 5,000 followers, right? Yeah. Now, half those friends are friend requests of bots and shit like that. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't accept a friend request from somebody unless I feel like they could add value to me or I could add value to them. Otherwise, I leave them as a follower. And a little bit of basic social media uh, education here. If somebody sends you a friend request... And your your profile has to be set to public for this, which we wouldn't even be talking about this if your profile is not set to public. Um, Mine's not. uh, But when your profile is set to public, if somebody sends you a friend request and you do not accept it, but you do not decline it, then that person automatically turns into a follower. So in other words, there are 868 people out there who are following me. A majority of those have sent me a friend request that I have not accepted or declined. Now, when you're using Facebook Reels, some people, there's a follow button on Facebook Reels. And so some people will just go straight to follow you based off of Facebook Reels. Yeah, because they just want to see the Reels. They just want to see the Reels yeah, that you're putting out there. They don't give else. a shit about what you have to say. Right. So, um, not that it matters. Not that it matters. But not they, that it matters. Maybe you had a Reel that struck a chord with them and they liked it or whatever. Or maybe they've seen a couple <laughs> of your Reels and they're like, this dude's cool. I'm going to follow him. Right. But I don't have a giant social media following. 
And I am just now starting to get into the realm of the people that actually do have something bad to say about me. And I have a very short fuse for that stuff, and I don't like it. Um, I don't oh, wanna, suck it in and use it as fuel. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to waste my bandwidth dealing with it Your or bandwidth. anything else. <laughs> and so, believe it or not, like if it's a real person that is only so. So the guy that's down in Florida that trolls you all the time. That trolls me all the time. Um, I blocked him. Today. Maybe you should get Brett to run by. Yeah, maybe send that right? son of a bitch down Take there. Some He's to his cleanout, right? Yeah. Um, so. Um, um, I ended up blocking him today, right? And um, the main reason why was like, dude, if the only reason you're following me on social media is to give me shit when you think I'm slipping up, that's not somebody I even want seeing my shit, right? Mm-hmm. So blocked him. What's funny is I got a, I got a boatload of chat bots that follow me. I don't block them, but I'll block that fucker, <laughs> right? The, the chat bots will actually comment on my shit, and it's easy to spot a chat bot. It, for, for those who don't know, when a girl messages you and, and she is from a, from a foreign country or recently she, moved to a foreign... When she's a 10 and you look like a toad, yeah. it's a chat bot. And <laughs> when you scroll through her Facebook profile and she only has two or three mutual friends with you, yeah. you have no clue how you ever would have yeah. met this person or how they would have friended you, and you go through their Facebook profile and it's nothing but shared photos or pictures of beautiful few food and beautiful scenery yeah like travel destinations and all of that shit yeah that's a chat bot okay it matters but and it's it's always follow i unfriend i laugh my ass off all the time some of these chat bots the photos in these chat bots they're very beautiful women right and I'll get a friend request from a chatbot. Yeah, dude, they're dimes. It'll show me mutual friends in common, and I click on it, and I'm like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, I thought you knew. Like, yeah. come on. Sometimes I'll even text them. Some of, it, some of it's my buddies in Apex or whatever else, and I'm like, the fuck are you doing accepting this person? Like, that's an obvious chatbot. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I'm sorry. You no, know. he knew. He was like, Dan, that girl's fine. Yeah, maybe I'll get to see a booby pick. <laughs> yeah, that's right? it. He's like, friend. Yeah. Friend. But, but I'll have chatbots comment on my shit. And, it, and if, it, like, I engage with the algorithms. I give Facebook what they want. I'll have, I'll have people comment on my stuff, and I always interact or reply with every comment on my stuff. Right. I'm helping boost the algorithms, except when it's a chat bot. When it's a chat bot, I will never react to their comment. Like you could literally if, if you're listening to the show, go to some of my recent posts and scroll through them. OK, if I ha- if I know the person or respect the person at all, I have engaged with their comment. I've liked it. I've hearted it or something. If it's a chat bot, I don't engage at all. I comment on it and I say not today, chat bot. And then they always come back with some chat GPT automated response of, yeah. I don't understand what you are saying. I was simply <laughs> trying to tell you, have a great day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't you don't understand, understand because you're a fucking chat bot. I don't understand how you have time to respond to everything that's ah. on there. Uh, I don't have, well. Dude, I, I, that's, that's an hour and a half a day. Well, you're on that phone right. responding to stuff. Like, how do you even have the time to do it? It's in passing. In passing, mm-hmm. you got too much time then. I got a 45-minute drive home from Kansas. I'm texting and driving the whole way fucking home. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I love texting Turn on the blue cruise on the pickup truck and go. Oh, my right? God. Okay, so what about like, what about when you're out putting some pumps in? Well, 
I mean, I take time when I can. So right? you walk out to the truck, set the tools down, then get your phone out and reply, reply, but, reply, reply for 30, 40 seconds, a minute, minute and a half, and then go back to work? Yeah, sometimes it's that, right? That Some, is ADHD. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> but, but you got to understand, I've dedicated. I can't do it. I, I, don't, I just do, do not have that much time. I've committed myself to the understanding that social media is the way you grow your personal brand, your following, your businesses, and everything mm-hmm. else, and it's free, right? Yeah. So do I want to spend a couple of grand every month pumping out ads for shitty leads or do I want to spend a couple of hours every month engaging on social media and getting real good leads? Aren't you doing both? I am. Okay. But I, I'm talking about maybe you quit doing a, that. That's what I No, as a small <clears throat> business, like we're still our marketing right now is still 3%. Yeah. 2 2 and a half to 3% of our of our monthly revenue. But um as a as a growing business you don't have the two or three grand every month to pump out in ads. Now, no. when you're doing a hundred grand a month in revenue, you can spend two or three grand a month, right? But ads cost two or three grand a month. Yeah. And if, if you want to waste your money really fast in ads, take a two or three thousand dollar ad set and only apply three hundred dollars to it. Yeah, that's like trying to drive a nail with only one swing of a hammer when it takes twelve. Yeah, right. Like. All you're doing is wasting time. The nail doesn't get driven. You still wasted the swing. Yeah. Right? So Money's down the drain. Right. And and if it works small, it also works big. I mean, look at Gary Vee. Gary Vee puts out like 40 pieces of content a day, right? And it's working. His media company's growing like crazy. But that's his job. It's a media company. I totally get it. But we're all media companies. Every single one of us is a media company because we all have a personal brand that connects to our business brand. And we run our own media company free and it helps grow our business, right? Yeah. But so many people get nauseous or they get scared or they get confused about social media and they would rather spend the money for a media company. But here's the problem. If I go if I go buy a billboard and I go buy all these Google ads and I go buy all these TV ads and everything else, the customers that that brings me are nowhere near as good as the customers that I get from doing a whole bunch of work on social media. And the reason why is because people only buy from people that they know and that they like and that they trust. And if you saw my billboard driving down the road, you don't know me. You barely know me because you saw the billboard. You don't know if you like me or not, and I'd you like have to no see, clue if you can trust me. I'd like to see your face on a billboard. That'd be pretty. I'll funny. get one eventually, but it's going to be a total. It's going to be a total branding thing. It's going to be no call to action, <clears> and it's going to be fucking hilarious. Like I'm going to do something <laughs> on a expensive. billboard where Lamar oh. Lamar advertising is the big billboard yeah. place around here. Yeah, Lamar's probably going to be like, I don't think we can do that, and I'll be like, that's why we want to do it. Yeah, like so, is it gray or is it black? Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's gray. Put it's, it up. It's dark gray. <laughs> Put, Put it up. It up. Right? But um, um, ultimately, like I understand how much can come from that. You look like this podcast is a form of social media, right? Yeah, of course it is. Uh, YouTube is a form of social media. Um, you look at the fact that we started this podcast from nothing. How did we get the word out about the podcast? We didn't buy ads. I shared it on my Facebook. I shared it a bunch in the beginning. You shared it on your f- <laughs> I only Facebook. had about 10, 10 friends. Yeah. Ten yeah. friends. Your 10 friends saw it. Yep, my 10 friends they saw it. They came out from the woods and your, checked their phones. Your dad liked it. Yeah, my dad liked it. You, you're one to talk. I Mitch's know. mom was on there every week. Yeah. Oh, this is such a good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that, like, we started a podcast, which is a form of social media, and we grew a following on a podcast by sharing it on our social medias, right? Yeah. And, and then... The podcast turned into trade wins. 
Tradewinds is a full-fledged business that takes up a lot of our fucking time. And it, <clears throat> uh, you know, it produces revenue all because of some things that we were doing on social media. Yeah. Right. We have still to this day not spent one dime in advertising in Tradewinds. And I'm not bragging or anything else. We sponsored a kid for a scholarship. We put that event on. Yeah, but that was that was a value return to our members and, and all of that. Like, yes, the event works as advertising. Like, your time is worth money, too. you got to dedicate time to social media. Yeah. So essentially, like, anything you're doing is costing you in some way or another. But what I'm saying is is we didn't pay an ad. We wouldn't pay for an ad for anything with that. It's all grown organically and by word of mouth yeah, and the digital event, word of mouth. The event we did spend a lot of money on, We, I think we got like one member. But that wasn't the goal of the event. All right, so you've newly started your company and you're trying to pinch pennies. However, you don't realize the biggest thing that's hurting you right now is not gathering all of your information into one spot and making it super efficient for you to use. So the answer is Field Pulse. It gets you off of paper tickets. It gets you off of all of that crazy office work at the end of the day and reconciling all that stuff. And it lets you organize everything with ease. It puts it all into the computer. It actually puts it all into the cloud. So it's not even putting it on your computer. And it lets you organize your customers. It lets you organize all of your service calls. Heck, it'll even route you to your service call. And the best part is, even after all of that, you'll probably realize about a 100% growth in your business just in the first year of using Field Pulse. So if you'd like to check out Field Pulse and see what great looks like, click on the link in the description of this show. Yeah, I think we got more than that. Now, make... Uh, really? Yeah, maybe two. Yeah. But it's irregardless. That wasn't the point of the event. Right. It was not as advertising, but I have listed all that money is down as advertising. Well, right. I mean, there's a, <laughs> anything marketing. with my logo on it, I put it. Yeah, like, when, I, when I go sponsor as our, as our plumbing company, when I go sponsor the football team here in town, that's advertising. Now, do I actually think somebody's going to call me because they saw my two inch logo on the back of 14 t-shirts that they gave out to the parents? No. Maybe. Do I think that somebody's going to call me because they saw my logo hanging on a banner on the fence? Maybe. No, they were looking right through that banner so they could watch their kid strike out or get, <laughs> get thrown out at first base, right? Hey, maybe the kid hit a home run. Pessimist. That, that's you more know, just maybe. Like branding. But they were looking at the home run. They weren't looking at my yeah, ad, right? I get it. So but what I'm saying is there's a lot of money that we spend that we classify as advertising because the federal government allows us to do that. Yeah. But it's not really advertising, yeah. right? When I go make cool shirts, they're because they're cool shirts. It's not really advertising. When I give a shirt to somebody that lives seven states away, you think that's working for my local business? Fuck no. No. Right? The trip charge would be a little steep to go you fix this toilet. I just realized? You don't have a Smedley plumbing shirt. I don't want one. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about. We made up Void shirts and Tradewinds shirts and then never said anything on the podcast about it. Yeah. So, we never have till are they are can you sell them on the are they on They're on tradewindsconsulting.com. Okay. So, you can buy a void shirt <laughs> or you can buy a tradewind shirt at they've we, been done since July and we've, we've never yeah, said anything this, about these it. These have been done for months. If you guys want a tradewind shirt or, or a, a void, void shirt, shirt, the void shirts to, are pretty cool. Go to tradewindsconsulting.com and that's trade wins like winning. Trade W I N S. Yeah. There is 
no D. <laughs> just realize that. Uh, yeah, if you want a podcast shirt for the void, you can yeah. go to tradewindsconsulting.com and get you a void yeah. podcast. And shirt. the price and the price yeah. includes shipping. So yeah. that, was, that was a cash flow fail right there. Well, not true. I, I mean, still have we the shirt for the event because people were buying them at the event, but, we but then we never to mentioned it. it to the podcast. Yeah. Followers. So, anyways, yeah, it's so, um, it's on the website if you guys yeah. want to buy a shirt. Yeah, if you want to buy a shirt for there. <laughs> so, but but ultimately Idiots. the. Um, the, the whole idea is to get used to putting yourself out there on social media. You're sure as hell putting yourself out there in customers' homes every day, right? You're, be, you're having a human experience with customers every day. Why not have a human experience with a big following every single day? And, and to give you an idea of how powerful the following is. You see how excited he is right now? Because social media is my jam, yeah. dude. He's super well, no, excited. I just had this idea, like, what if you kept the shirts and just wore a trade one shirt every day? Oh, um, I have a few in my closet, and I have worn them. I think I ruined one today putting that deer stand up. So a day ago, yesterday morning. Whoops. I'll steal another one. <laughs> I made a post on Facebook that said, if I started 75 hard today, I would finish on January 19th. I turned 42 on January 21st. It would be pretty cool to see what I can mentally accomplish and physically accomplish by then. Also, no alcohol for the holiday season. Anyone want to join, right? And I wasn't making that post like, like – literally asking me like asking for people to join me it was more or less like i'm thinking about doing this challenging thing over the holidays anyone else want to do it too not like with me yeah but like do you want to challenge yourself over the holidays too right yeah now what's happened from it that post got 64 reactions and 85 comments did i comment no i didn't i don't know (laughs) but now i thought you engaged with every comment but now i do but i don't count them uh, how many? How so do I I'm see? just forgetful. Got it. Well, he said no alcohol. We're about to have a bunch of people over for the holidays because everyone's like, we can't drink. So, Who doesn't drink the dude, Mike. So now we have a private uh, message, Facebook message group. Yeah. Of all of all those 85 comments, there were enough people in the comments that were like, I'll do it. I'll join. I'm game. They jumped into this private Facebook group message. There's 18 people in yeah, this message. Yeah, I'd have right? Mitch shut it off for me today because yeah, it was going off every five Dave's freaking seconds. anti-tech there. But anyway, what I'm saying is from a simple Facebook post, there are now eight. There are now 18 people that are joined up. So Dave and I today are, well, I started today yesterday. Today is my first day. And it doesn't matter when you start, right? No, but it doesn't. Dave and I are now doing 75 hard. If you'll notice, if you're watching this on YouTube, there is not a glass or a beverage on this table. Let's talk about 75 hard for hold a on, second. Hold on, just a second. Well, we'll get there. But a simple Facebook post caused <laughs> a whole bunch of people to want to take action. And it, I mean, I, I get nothing from this, right? Yeah. I, I get absolutely nothing. A simple Facebook post caused a whole bunch of people to want to take action and improve their lives. And now 18 of them have joined in and either yesterday, today, or in the next few days, they're all going to be starting 75 hard, right? Yeah. That is the power of social media, right? 75 hard ain't fucking easy. And here's 18 people that are willing to put themselves through hell over the holidays. (laughs) One of these workouts has to be outdoors and it's November. Yeah. Like, the latter half of December and the early part of January, these workouts are going to suck. They're going to be cold. Right. Does it, let me, I have some questions about that. All right. So I have an elliptical and a weight bench. If yep. I just drag them outside on my back patio, does that, that count? That is an outdoor workout. Okay. It what has if, to be in the elements. What if I open my barn door? That is not an outdoor and it's, workout. And it's, it's one foot next to the door. Nope. <sighs> outdoor workout Man. must be exposed to the elements. You can... 
So Andy Frisella talks about this in his podcast about what deems an outdoor workout or not. And he's like, all you little bitches out there are like, it gets cold here. I can't do it. Man the fuck up. It, right? See, that doesn't bother me. I, I still work construction a few days know, a week. I like, know. I'm outside, but he's right. But, but, like, people have gotten so soft. It's like, li- really? You can't be outside for 45 minutes? Right, right. Like, and you're working up. out. Like, you're, you're getting warm, right? Yeah. Like, I've never been hotter than shoveling driveways. Yeah. Like, I'll, oh, I'll go run in the sun, and it's no big deal. You put me shoveling driveways, and next mm. thing I know, I'm out there in a fucking tank top yeah. because I'm burning up. Right? Yeah, that's a, the, that's a good sweat going. Yeah. That is the, a good sweat going. It's because it's work, so humid, too. I think the workouts are probably the easiest. I think the hardest part of the workout wait, is wait, actually... Wait, hold on, hold on. Just said the guy that... Does he Who's work sick? out? <laughs> I'm saying I think. Okay. I think. Gotcha. Okay. 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 Caveat. I are like it. Are you going to join us? No, you can't. You can't drink for seventy-five days. That's uh, easy I've for him. I've been not drinking for thirty years, so he'll be just fine. Step one done. Well, the thing is, make I, up, make, I I say all this to say I think the hardest part for me, because I used to work at Quit Trip and I changed all those trash cans when it was like negative twenty. Like I feel like the outside working is nothing compared to like drinking a gallon of water a day. That would be the hardest part for me. I could read the book. I could do the outside in like negative whatever temperatures. It's just. Are you gonna do it? No. He already this, said no. You don't have no, to keep no. asking if him. I do uh, it, I can. If I do, you it, can ask him on your own time. If I do it, it's not gonna be like I'm signing me up, guys. It's more of a thing of like I want to choose when I start yeah. and I want to do it on yeah. my own time. I felt. Well, I'll just leave it on this. The the last time I did seventy five hard, my business tripled. And when you get done, you realize there's nothing you can't do. It takes time, right? And the whole purpose of the progress photos in 75 hard, because you questioned this before, is it's very hard and it's very, your, your mental state will diminish any progress you're making because you see it happening in such slow action. Yeah. You stare at your naked body every day in the mirror. You don't see the fat slowly going away, yeah. right? So you take a progress photo every really, single day. I'm not really fat, though. But I'm hoping to... Put on about Put on, 15 right. pounds. <laughs> you don't see the yeah. muscle growth, right? Yeah. Because it happens gradually, right? So um, the one of the overriding benefits of 75 hard is, for one, you stuck to something for 75 days that was not easy. You you had to have willpower to tell your, like, if you, if you have friends that drink, you had to have willpower to say, I'm not drinking, I'm doing 75 hard. You had to have willpower to leave a little early so you can get your outdoor workout in. Or you had to have willpower to get up every day and go to the gym or, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Outside of all that, it is at the end of the 75 days, you have this overwhelming realization of what you accomplished that you didn't even know was possible. And it was only two and a half months ago that you started this out. But two and a half months ago, you had you would have never dreamed that you looked like you did at the end or that you were able to accomplish what you did at the end. Right. So, well, you know, I don't know. Like I, my fear is I'm going to do it and sacrifice and get to the end and been like, be like, eh, well, well what mean, the fuck ever. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like I don't, I, I mean, it may be different when I get done. I don't know, but it's like, I just don't like, I don't see how mm. doing it is going to have those benefits. Now I will say the health benefits are going to be great. Yeah. I'm giving up alcohol for mm-hmm. one. So my mind still is not functioning correctly yeah. at this state You're of the podcast. You're in detox mode right now. I'm not in detox <laughs> mode, but it's just like like that's my wind down time right. usually at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and now I'm not going to have that, so I'll have to like mentally like figure out a way to check out Outdoor for a little workout. while. That's, like, I already had it. 
today. Well, I know, but like oh. one one trick you could do is to take your wind down time and put your outdoor workout in that slot. Yeah, but when I'm done working out, I'm up. Like there's no, I'm not down and relaxed. I'm up. Ah, you know what I mean? It gives and you I don't, energy. Yeah, I don't yeah. want that at the end of the day because I'm I'm trying to you know go to bed. Right. So the alcohol and the the other thing I didn't know like I don't need to diet. So I thought, well, I'll give up some something like I that I really like, and so I'm giving up red meat, and I'm really afraid that I'm not going to make the red meat thing. Why? I love, dude, cheeseburgers, well, ribeye, brisket over the holidays. I, I understand all that, but what I'm saying is like, what's the purpose of like, other than just health? Like you is red meat bad for you? Yeah, red meat's oh, not good that. for you. You're only allowed. You're only supposed to be having so much. So I didn't no, know that. so no red meat and no sugar. Okay. For me. Um, so the, the idea like of the those, diet, those two things, like the rest of the stuff, I drank that gallon of water by two o'clock today. Right. No big deal. Like the, I just, it's, it's but those myth. two things yeah. and even the reading. So my mom, when she passed away, had all these books. Mm-hmm. Like she, we've talked about it before. She yep. was a hoarder, mm-hmm. had all these books, brand new still in boxes. Well, she had a ton of self-help books. I just went down there and fucking grabbed one. Yeah. It's, I mean, and I read no, I mean, I can sit down and read for 20 minutes. Yeah. Like yeah. I read really fast yeah. anyway, so like ten pages is like okay. The rule is ten pages, and if you're a pussy, you're going to read ten. I think I read fifteen and, today. And you're going to include the blank pages in between chapters as pages, and you're you're really only going to read six, and you're going to call that ten, right? You're failing. <laughs> so here's what the, I get: I get myself in trouble. I would do my workout. I would do a walk, but I also take like a quart of water and take a book. And just be like reading the book as I'm oh, working out. You can out. read a book while you're on your walk. Can you stack like multiple? Oh, fuck yeah. Because that's what I would How do. How could you do that? I can't no, walk you just and have a, read. Well, you can't. Okay. The, I can't. It has to I'm be just saying I can't. Read. You can't. It's not an audio book. But like like Adams Dairy Parkway right by my house. Kinda like, yeah. That sidewalk's five feet wide. I'm I'm all the time. Like when I'm on my walk, I got an earbuds in and I'm either listening to music or podcasts and I'm on my phone walking very, very fast. And I'm on my phone. I need to get that insurance policy. And everything else. I need to get that insurance well, policy done. Yeah, I think just to walk out in front of a fucking moving the, car. Just yeah, I'm smoke. not walking in the road. Uh huh. Uh huh. So let's rehash the rules of 75 hard real fast. So I probably can quote them. Uh, you gotta <laughs> you gotta go two workouts a day. Each workout has to be a minimum of 45 minutes. A minimum of 45 minutes. They have to be separate workouts. I want to ask you a question about your workout. In the morning, you go. Do you go lift weights in the morning? Is that yes. what you do? Yeah. So the downtime in between sets, does that count as time, or are you clocking in and clocking out? No, that counts as time. Oh, that's bullshit. You're, well, you're recovering between sets. Yeah, fuck all that. Oh, okay. You're going you're gonna to rep weights for 45 minutes solid, no rest? So what I did this morning is I got up and got on that elliptical, and I did 25 minutes and then got off and did push-ups, sit-ups, and wall sits, no breaks, and then got back on the elliptical for like my last five minutes. And then your legs right. fell off. No breaks. You, I thought I was going to fucking die. <laughs> right. I sweat through a, my t-shirt and my hoodie. You, I like, like to get a good sweat going, so I like bundle up and then start right. doing cardio. Oh, I thought I was going to black out. So let me, let me go over all the rules real fast, and then we'll talk about some of the caveats of each one. So two 45-minute workouts each day. They must be separate from each other. You can't stack them up. You can't like, you know walk out of the gym as your indoor workout and go straight into a walk outdoors. They have to be separate. By how much time? Okay? Just time. But Five they minutes? To, they have to be separate. That's like a mental thing okay? too because it's easy to like get up to one workout but then they'd be like, I'll have to do one, you know. Well, and that's the purpose of that is they have to be separate times throughout the day because 
it's dedicating two different sections of 45 minutes to do this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and I'll say this, the wrong way to approach this is to challenge and try to minimize each one and look for the cheat way out. Right. So like if we say you have to drink a gallon of water a day, um, you'll hear people saying like, Oh, I put honey in the water. I put this in the water, whatever. Well, for one, honey's a fucking cheat meal. And for two, that's not water. The rule is one How gallon is honey of a cheat meal? water. It's sugar. Depends on what you're taking out. It doesn't say what specific diet you have to do. I understand, but it also says zero cheat meals. Okay? So the idea is one gallon of water a day. And if you're willing to make Kool-Aid and call that water or make lemonade and call that water, then the next thing you know, you're going to be saying your coffee is water. I was thinking beer. Right. There's <laughs> water and beer. That's water, I mean, like, right? what, if, what if honey is part of your diet, though? It shouldn't be. Like, you're not making yourself strict enough on a diet. Honey's is actually that. very good I understand, for you. I understand some health benefits and everything else, but what I'm saying is people will act like, oh, I'm going to go healthy, and then here they are drizzling yeah. honey all over everything. Yeah. It's, right. it's one thing to have a little bit of honey for allergies or some stuff like that, but we're all, also, we're only talking 75 days. Yeah. It and and at the time we're doing this, it's fucking winter. You don't need honey for allergy medicine. You know, I'm you don't need those like, local pollens. I'm just saying about that honey chicken biscuit that you can... Get Chick-fil-A. <laughs> always thinking about food, if right. you noticed. Oh, yeah. um, so of those two workouts, one must be outdoors. Uh, the, the thing everybody always gets is, we get tornadoes or we get cold or whatever. Yeah, figure it the fuck out, right? Like, tornado, like, the last time I was doing this, it was during tornado season. It was during thunderstorm season. And guess what? My outdoor workout time had to get shifted around on a couple of days because it was pouring its fucking ass off and lightning and thundering and everything else. Well, I'm not going to go be dumb and go run in the middle of a lightning storm, right? People um, are dumb, though. But, I mean, I ran in the rain a lot. Like, if it was raining, I'd go do my thing. Yeah. But I wasn't going to... If it's fucking lightning, then I'm going to have to wait, right? Yeah. Um, you have to read 10 pages of a self-help or motivational book every day. Um, you have to physically read them. You can't do an audio book. It has to be physical, turning pages, reading with your eyes, okay? Um, you have to take a progress photo every day. And if you have a 75-hour hard app, you can just do it right there in the app. Um, you have to, uh, stay to a very strict diet. They don't explain what the diet is. It's just, it has to be pick strict. That, pick that diet and then stick to it. Like pick the I... diet that's going to work for you. If you are looking to lose weight, pick the diet accordingly. If you are looking to lower your cholesterol, pick the diet accordingly. If you're looking to bulk up, pick the diet accordingly. Like, believe it or not, after I did 75 hard the first time, I was 12% body fat and I was 86 pounds of muscle. Okay, I weighed 183 pounds, so less than 50% muscle mass and 12% body fat. I looked like emaciated. I did not like the way I looked. Yeah, I was a little skinny, but like my cheekbones were sunk in and everything, right? So a couple of months after I got done, I thought about doing 75 hard again, only my diet was 3,000 calories a day. Yeah. Like I wanted to bulk up and do it again and yeah. use the diet. Well, I fucking hate food. I, I lost. I, like, I, I failed yeah. like six days in. I remember sitting at the kitchen counter and I like went off on Danielle. You're like, I can't eat this. I'm stuff. tired of fucking eating. <laughs> and I failed. Like I, I'm not eating this. And I ended up failing. You know, it's, it's all, it's all self accountability, <laughs> but I ended up failing because I'm like, I can't eat 3000 calories every day. Yeah. You know? Could it be just like a, a set of food? Like you're like, I'm going to do chicken, veggies and like rice, like something starchy. Well, it's, like, like if, there's if a, you're going to do something like that, what you would need to do is count the macros that are in that and stick to those macros. And the reason why I say that is 
98 days out of 100, you might be able to stick to that exact meal. You get a huge chicken. But and what happens if rice. you decide to go drive to Mississippi for the weekend? Mm-hmm. Right? Well, the kind of idea would be like, you would get something like you'd prep up for a week out with chicken rice. I couldn't Maybe. do that because, man, man, I love foods. So I have to do something very creative with the macros. But, yeah. But, but again. What the fuck's a macro? But here's, here's a lot of Some people that say this, right? Oh, calories. And, I and don't I, count I calories. I roll my eyes at anybody that's like, do they have a 75 soft? Like, do they have one that doesn't? <laughs> Did you let... see Van Dyke put I that know, on there today? I, I was well, like, that was a joke. I know, a thirty squishy. Yeah, that was funny. I would, yeah, <laughs> thirty squishy. But but ultimately, like I when you start Michael, negotiating like with him. yourself, mm-hmm. you've already lost, right? Mm-hmm. If you're looking at this and going, ah, I like food a lot, so my diet's going to be four thousand calories, and it's going to include three cookies a day, and yeah. all of, and I'm not saying you're doing that. I'm yeah. saying people do that, right? And and it's like, dude, you've already lost. Yeah, the it, whole point is. That it's difficult for you, or you're giving up something that's that creates discipline for you to get rid of. Bingo! It's and not it, that you're giving up something. And that's why it's the, the diet. Discipline. And that's why the diet is really the best diet for anyone that wants to gain from it is giving up what they like the most. Yeah, I'm literally giving up red meat, sugar, and alcohol for 75 days. It'll be amazing if I don't kill someone. Yeah, this like, podcast is going to get interesting. It, it, it literally, it'll be amazing yeah. if I don't snap someone's neck. But the the flip side is, uh, so well, I want to make sure I get all the points right. So we got the workouts. We got, uh, you got to drink a gallon of water a day um, and, and no fucking cheating on the water. Like that some, part's easy. some guys will maybe put like Mio in it or whatever to give it a little bit of taste. And if your water tastes like horse shit, okay, then maybe. Call okay, Mitch. So but, that's, water. but that's probably the farthest that you're going with it, right? Well, buying 75 gallons of smart water ain't fucking cheap. Yeah, so you need to have like filter that's a water because that's the thing too that that's a lot. me with water. I would get like body armor or smart water or whatever that, yeah. and then like you run out and you have to tap water. Yeah, tap water doesn't does, does well. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you know if, what you, I drink? if you live in a place where your tap water is just disgusting, I then drink yeah, you might have to do me tap water. I yeah. don't care. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't. What what I really don't like is I like Janine's been buying these, so I usually drink Gatorade Zero Sugars, mm-hmm. just because it's like. I yeah. need those electrolytes and stuff. Well, she's been buying Gatorade makes a, I think it's called G fit mm-hmm. and it has no sugar, no artificial like aspartame or any of that in it. You squirt it in your water. No, it's just, it's a drink. Oh, it's, it's just drink. water. It's yeah. like got natural watermelon juice and all that. Like yep. when I work out hard, like this morning, like I'm drinking that water and I can feel my body's like, dude, you need salt. Yeah. You need this. Yeah. You need that. And I'm like, so Can't give it to you. So I, yeah. Like, well, no, I drank it anyway. I drank the water plus that. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so there's no reason you can't do more. Like for me, my indoor workout is weightlifting in the gym. My outdoor workout is a three mile walk that takes me 45 minutes. It's, it's probably like three and a half miles. Right. And if I'm ever like hitting that walk at an incredibly brisk pace. So I, I have a turnaround point away from my house and I make sure that I'm at least 22 and a half minutes into the walk like beyond 22 and a half minutes before the turnaround. There's been a couple of times where I'm walking much faster than I normally do. And I don't know why. Where's your turnaround? Um, I don't know the name of the road. It's Is half, it Wyatt road? No, it's the, you don't go that far. Uh, what's, what's the road that you turn left on? Wyatt road. Wyatt. What's the, the, the left right before that, that goes into that, that subdivision, subdivision. So, uh, major. No, it's major. It's major. Is it major? It's major west or something. Because okay. major road eventually is supposed yeah, to okay. go through there. So I, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's where I turn. It takes around. you 22 minutes to get there. Yeah, 
walking How far very quickly. Is that? is that a mile, it's a mile and, half and a half to there? Really? Yeah. So, hmm. um, you know where they're building the newer subdivision on the right, and yeah, they yeah. just created the new access road to get there. Yeah, that's the turnaround. Oh, so okay, that's not major. Road. It's not it major. Is the next then one. major is the next um, one. But yeah, it takes me twenty two and a half minutes, twenty five minutes to walk. Usually, it's twenty five minutes to walk there. But every once in a while, like I got there and I'm like twenty minutes. I'm like, yeah. well, shit. Well, if I turn around now, it's only a forty minute workout, right? Walk two more miles. So then I just keep walking for another five minutes and then turn around, right? Yeah. Um, there's been there was a time when I did this the first time where I got back to my house and I looked at my watch and I had only been walking for forty one minutes. Do push ups. Most motherfuckers would be like, "Well, it counts." No, the rule was forty five minutes, and is how you do one thing is how you do everything. And if you're going to bend the rules on something so stupid, then what are you going to not bend the rules on? And so yeah. I literally got home and walked all the way around my block again just to chew up the rest of the time. Just do some push-ups. Yeah. Do some sit-ups. So, uh, I wish I had a full weight bench in my house. I mean, the, we have, like, I got a curl bar and some dumbbells and stuff. And, right. I mean, that's fine, but I, re- I would like to get a nice fucking bench. On the, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up on Facebook here for my diet because it's got my macros in here real quick. That'd be cool if they did 75 hard, but, like, for... You had that as a base, but depending on like what you're in, like say if you're a writer or a producer or a media, like having something where like not only do you read ten pages a day, but like say you write ten pages or something that's like geared for each yeah. profession. Well, that's the later versions of seventy five hard. So once oh, you do okay. this, seventy five hard actually has it's a one year cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, I'm not doing it more too. than once if They're, I make this. They have they have three other <coughs> like cycles after seventy five hard. Mm-hmm. Phase one, phase two, and phase three. And phase one is not seventy five hard. The other three phases are only thirty <clears> days long, and you must take a thirty day break in, break in between them. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you complete seventy five hard, you can roll right into phase one. But then after phase one, you have to stop for thirty days before you go into phase two. Why? And then you, it's, it's it's all part men- of the program. It's like a mental thing to be. It's it's easier to like get going when your your momentum is going that way, but to stop. It's to on stop a and then restart. Yeah. But that- then, so the phases bring on <clears throat> additional tasks, and essentially, seventy five hard is a list of tasks. <sighs> a workout's a task. <clears throat> an outdoor workout's a task. A photo's a task. A water's <clears throat> a task. Right. So in these phases, they bring in more tasks. <clears throat> some of them you have to do. Some of them they do. Right. So, uh, like one of the tasks is take a five minute cold shower every day. Mm. Right. And the idea of the five minute cold shower is similar to a cold plunge where you are willing to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation on purpose daily. And if you put yourself in that uncomfortable situation on purpose every day, then you're less likely to be disturbed when you are stuck in an uncomfortable situation in the future. Right. If you if you have no problem forcing yourself to jump in that cold plunge or do that cold shower, mm. then when you have to have a tough conversation with somebody, you're going to be like, ain't fucking worth it. Like, or I, I ain't scared. I'm just going to go do it because mm-hmm. you're, you're culturing your body to putting yourself in an uncomfortable I took, position. I took 10 minutes cold shower this morning. I yeah. had to. I thought I was going to be on fire. Well, there's like the uh, kind of chi way into that where like they I start out. They start with over. a hot shower first, and they gradually go to it. And some people, like, they just go straight in. I think well, it's easier to go straight in because it's just like there's there's no going up for there's no, no going down right. from here. No. So my diet, my daily diet, is right at two thousand calories, one hundred and forty six carbs, two hundred and thirty six grams of protein, and fifty four grams of fat. Right. That's if I can stay on my strict meal prep diet. However, I'm a realist, and I know I can't meal prep every meal of the week. We got Wednesday night date night. We have all these other things, right? So what I've done is for my daily diet 
it is no more than 2,500 calories. Now, my, my metabo- basal metabolic rate, basal metabolic rate, is 2,500 calories. How do you know that? Uh, you can go get scanned at supplement superstores, and they'll tell you how oh, many. Oh, really? Yeah, they'll tell you how many calories your body needs <clears throat> every day just to sustain with zero physical activity. And so, like, once you learn that number, let's say that number is 2,000 calories. If you were on life support in a hospital bed doing zero activity, your body still needs 2,000 calories a day. Otherwise, it's going to start losing weight. Yeah. So that's your basal metabolic rate. Gotcha. Mine is 2,500 calories. So if I want to lose fat, I have to be under that, right? So for my diet, it's 2,000 to 2,500 calories a day. Do not exceed my basal metabolic rate, okay? My carbs, no more than 160 carbs a day. Uh, yeah, carbs if, are probably your enemy. My my meal prep your has me at 146. Um, I've given myself the cushion to 160, which still ain't fucking easy, right? You go to Olive Garden and you have one plate of pasta, that's like 400 carbs, right? 160 is not easy to attain. But I, I've given myself a little bit of cushion because at 146, I have to be meal prepping to achieve that. But I, I'm a realist and I, I travel sometimes and, and all of that, so... I can easily stay under 160, right? I can do my meal prep and then I can go out to dinner with Danielle on date night and still have the cushion, right? 236 grams of protein, so I'm shooting for over 200 grams of protein. Um, 236 is just the cushion there. And then 54 grams of fat, for me, that's 60 is my cushion there. It's pretty easy to carve out fat because it's sugars. So if, yeah. you, if you cut out sugars, you're good, yeah. right? And I don't eat a lot of sugar anyways. Right. But So those... Those metrics are Man. also really, really good to get. You're giving your body enough carbs to build muscle while you're working out, but you're not giving your body so many carbs that it's going to convert it to fat when you don't use it. Yeah. So, um, r- realistically, at the end of 75 days, I should be, I should be four, 12 to 14 percent body fat. My goal is to be under 12, but we'll see what happens. I wonder what I am now. They, so that'd be cool if they did. Um, I guess you can kind of customize your own, but like. Limit yourself per day of like phone usage and that sort of stuff too. See, oh man, some of some of that stuff is more like Lent stuff, right? That's where like a lot of people think seventy five hard is a challenge. It's not a challenge. I feel like it it's just a discipline program. It's a like discipline and mental thing. For like honestly, like those stipulations, they don't sound hard only because like I I, I you know going out to change trash cans in the middle of a snowstorm or a quid trip, like, gets you ready for the outdoor. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's a Maybe. mental... <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. You should, yeah, change some of those trash cans in Independence where people throw away car engines in there. Right. It's freaking like changing <laughs> trash cans in the ghetto. You yeah. don't want to be... Throw away all sorts of stuff. Yeah, you don't want to be at my house. I but, throw all kinds of shit in ours, too. <laughs> I got all kinds of stuff in there. There's, there's a book legs. you can read called 75 Hard that kind of goes over all the mental and physical development you're going to experience going through this. Yeah, I'm and not like, doing that. In your first 10 or 15 days, you're like, this is freaking easy. Mm-hmm. And then you get 20 days in, and you're like, okay, I get it, mm-hmm. right? Well, then you get 30 to 50 days in, and you're like, okay, I get it. It was worth it. I totally understand it. I don't even need to finish. Like yeah. you start, again, you're negotiating with yourself. And you're Come like, I don't even now. need to finish. I get the result. I get, I'm almost I, there. I get yeah. the idea. Yeah. I think and, and it's not that I'm almost there. Mm-hmm. It's that you're convincing yourself that I understand the mental state that this was supposed to teach me, but you're only halfway through. Right. And so it's not until you finish the full thing where you honored the commitment that you made to yourself that you actually fully understand the whole thing. 
Now, are we going to be out of town during this? Yes. We, so that's the challenge with this whole thing. David and I are actually going skiing together in mid-January, and we are on 75 hard during that ski trip. So Skiing down a mountain with like well, 100 well, calories in your stomach? The, here's the, the perk of it is we are skiing. That is your outdoor workout. I mean, it's eight fucking hours of outdoor <laughs> workout. Yeah, I know you. I, you know, like we know how each other skis. Oh, I know. I'm it's real, not green slopes and putts around. No, and, it's it's at the end of the day. You're thinking I may not go tomorrow because my body hurts. So bad. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. The challenge, believe it or not, I'm not worried about the trip. I'm not worried about anything else. I'm worried about the food on the way to the trip, like traveling out there and traveling back, oh. trying to find food that fits into my diet. But then I'm also worried about finding time to work out mm-hmm. two times a day on the day that we drive out there. And finding times to work out on the day that we drive back. Well, you work out. Your first workout is in the mo- before you leave. Yeah, whatever you're, time that is. You're yeah. driving and just like pumping like an iron. Yeah, yeah. switch no. hands, pump. pump a one a one armed workout is not a workout. Let's be honest. <laughs> but like, um, we're seriously contemplating on taking the electric truck out to the ski trip. And so that gives me 45 minutes right there. Like, if we're stopping to charge, I'm just going to go for a run while, like, hey, guys, stay here. I'm going to go for a run while the thing's charging. Boom, there's my time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the food is the hardest part. I went to Chick-fil-A today. We hired a new guy. I, the, the, I always buy lunch for the new guy whenever we go. And, and so I'm, like, having an active conversation with him. Like, I got to find something that fits into my diet. So I went to Chick-fil-A today. Grilled chicken, dude. I paid out the ass for two bare pieces of grilled chicken and nothing else. Yeah. It's like $7 for a piece of grilled chicken that's like this big. Yeah. It's like somehow you pay more when you get an a la carte for some reason. It's I like, don't know. It's, but, but even then, that chicken tastes way too good. There's MSG. <laughs> there, there's like, there's got to yeah. be something on here that yeah. is, I mean, it just tastes so different, right? Like, even whenever it's dry, it tastes good because that's how good MSG is. Yeah. So now I will say when you're drinking 75 uh, gallons of water over 75 days, you do have to watch your salt intake. You have to up your salt intake because yeah. you're diluting yourself out. So like in my meals, it's chicken and rice as my meals. I sprinkle soy sauce on it and I'm kind of liberal with the soy sauce. Soy sauce doesn't. It's just it, salt. It's just salt, it's salt water. Right? There's yeah. there's a maybe ten or twelve calories in it or something. It's it's low calorie, mm. high flavor, all salt, right? And I don't I don't even bat an eye at it because I'm diluting all of it right back out by yeah. seventy five parts. I so. think yeah. it also teaches teach you discipline, and also it'll help you. Like if you're not good at setting processes in place, like say if you didn't have a process of your CV and the chicken rice, it's it takes that much mental energy off of your plate, you know, no pun intended, but uh, just, you know, setting processes. Where outside of even cooking the food, it's the process to dedicate an hour and a half a day to something. Mm. Two 45-minute workouts. Yeah. Where are you going to find an hour and a half, mm-hmm. right? I've got to get up early That's on one of, three of my days. Well, and that's, not, It won't happen. That's well, one of the rewards of the program, right, is at the end of the program, you're like, motherfucker, I just found 75 days worth of hour and a half. Yeah. Like, that's over 100 you're hours. You're not finding I've, them. You're sacrificing sleep. Well, not no, necessarily. You, I, will, I will have to sacrifice one hour of sleep. At least four days a week to make it happen. Or you got to get more efficient somewhere else to free up the time. There ain't that ain't happening, right? The the time is gone. Maybe the time is I gone. Think, Do you I know mean, what my outdoor workout was today? I moved three deer stands by myself. Cheater! It took me two and a half hours 
That ain't your outdoor workout. I climbed up three trees and cut branches with my Japanese handsaw. That ain't an outdoor workout. I'll call it The guy who walks down the street. Boo-hoo. It's intentional. I boo-hoo walked. Dude, I thought I was going to (laughs) die. When I got no, back to the house. That's because you about fell out of a tree. Yeah, I mean... Nah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't almost fall. My arm just slipped. My arm slipped, and it's all rashed up. It's just... It's not even rashed. It's barely... That's it. Looks like you got eczema. It looks like I got... Eczema. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's <laughs> where... fucked up. That's where that thing I was talking about before the show of, you know, if you're planning a meeting and the person's six or seven minutes late and just, like, taking all those kind of minutes in where it's like, maybe whenever you go out, you take your self-help book with you. Because, I mean, you're always at some point waiting on somebody at some time. Right. And so it's like maybe you're at a restaurant, you're in the line, you're in the drive-thru, and you just pull out I'm your I'm going to laminate book. my books and read them well, in the shower. The, so, like, the guys <laughs> that will do this wrong will take everyday tasks that they were doing anyway and call it a workout. Yeah. Right? They'll yeah. be like, I mowed the yard today. Well, yeah, you mow the yard. Like, you mow the yard as a fat ass. I read the menu well, at uh, the taco place. So that counts as my self-help book. No, yeah. <laughs> that's a shady area because you work out every day. Now, one time. So should you be working out three times? No. Because you're taking something that's in your daily routine and no, then because applying I'm not changing it to the your... definition of a workout. Right? What the the whole thing is not to no, add but... things into your routine. Like like if you already read a book a week anyway, well, then, I'm, then I'm you're talking about doing the, the ten pages. So the lawn mowing, if a guy push if a guy push mows his yard and it takes him an hour and a half, that's the same amount of cardio you're getting walking. Right, but that's the same. It's to set aside the time for a specific outdoor workout. It's not to use. It's not to redefine your daily tasks as workouts. Yeah, because right? I mean, I and, guess you could be like, "Well, I walked. I walked back and forth to the office. That's my indoor." You're saying like, because like working out's already dedicated time. What What I'm saying is, and, and there's no rules to say how strenuous the workout must be. If you are morbidly obese, like. A 45-minute workout is going to be a very, very slow walk down to the stop sign and back. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. You are pushing your limits, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, if you are morbidly obese and you've never mowed your yard before and you're going to start mowing your yard every day as your workout, that would qualify. Take you're adding in physical activity that you didn't normally yeah, do. You don't need to mow your yard every day. I understand. <laughs> but Take a lot of gas. But, like... I guess what I'm saying is the workout is not supposed saying. to be I'm easy, and your you're ball. not supposed to like reclassify daily chores as a workout. Yeah. There, the last time I did this, I got lumped into some group on like a Facebook Messenger group, and there were people that were like, "My outdoor workout was gardening today. My outdoor <laughs> workout was taking my dog for a walk around the block." That's okay if she's walking I, fast. I, I if your dog dog's room. a fucking chihuahua, there's no way that dog's walking fast enough well, for you to be a workout. They got to carry the dog. Pounds and the other one's 10, so it's like, I, I would count that as a workout. But but I guess what I'm saying is like, the, the workout's supposed to challenge you. Yeah. And, um, you know. it's for you ultimately. Right. Like if you're really overweight and you're like, well, I did my 45 minutes, it's just like, this is for you. Yeah. Yeah, so, the only person you cheat is yourself. Is yourself, right? Yeah. Nobody else is going to know. Yeah, I so, could, I could, I could literally go home right now, have a vodka rocks, not tell anyone. Yep. And then like, but then all I'm doing is cheating myself. Right. You know what I mean? So yesterday when I left the house to go do my walk, um, I got a text. My the guy that's replacing my roof that that came over after the hailstorm, he was up on the neighbor's roof, and I waved at him as oh, I walked Josh. by. He texted me, and he's like, "You okay?" I'm like, yeah. He goes, and you're walking like you got something stuck in your ass. <laughs> like I'm I like, do. Well, 
Like that's how fat. Like I'm walking that fast. Like yeah. it's it's almost it's like a mall power walk type of thing. To the if, restroom. <laughs> if I run, it gets my heart rate up too high. So if I walk at an incredibly fast rate, why it's like your, a perfect heart rate. Why can't your heart rate be up too fast? Because I don't want to get into. Don't the, give me this whole burn. I'm going to burn muscle instead of fat. Disprove it. It's been it's been two years. I see no six pack. I haven't walked in two years every day. I'm saying you do that with your cardio too. Yeah. At the gym. I want to hold it here at this position because, because I'm I burning eat a lot. fat. <laughs> you, have you do ever seen, not. Have you ever seen like a strongman competitions where they look at bodybuilders and they're like, what do you think about that guy? And he says, I think he doesn't need enough because yeah. he's got a six pack. Yeah. So like six packs are built in the gym for sure. But uh, the last thing I'm going to do is go out and go running and ruin all of the work I did in the workout, the weightlifting workout in the morning. I don't think you're burning as much muscle as you think you are. It's a huge amount. I don't think so. Do some research on I don't think so. On that. Like I understand that guys who run all the time are super lean, but you don't see guys that are bulk running. You say you That's see guys they, most of them can't. No, they absolutely can. They're choosing not to, right? The, if you see if you ever see a bolt like a bodybuilder in the gym, they got a treadmill on like speed 4 and a steep incline. And they're yeah. walking. Because they know that is burning more fat than anything else. I call bullshit. Well, do your own research. Prove me wrong. I call bullshit. So, I think it's my goal is to maintain over fifty percent muscle mass. I think that everyone is different. That's what I think. Oh, totally. I think everyone like that. The fact that okay, I have to keep this. I have to maintain this right here. Because that's where they say the number is. I think everybody's a lot more well, different. It's not a number, it's a realize. percentage of your maximum heart rate. Everybody's body operates off the same thing. Your heart rate maximum is the maximum. And then there's percentages up into that, mm. right? And there is a percentage threshold of your maximum that, and it may vary a couple of percents by each individual person, but when you, it, like, anaerobic level, Okay, where you are inefficient, your your muscles are starving for oxygen. You are not building muscle in an anaerobic state. No. Right. So that's all the way up at the upper extreme. That's yeah. towards your maximum. Well, you do like under that. But you're not is at a, an anaerobic state. You're not burning muscle either. Yes, you absolutely are. How can you be burning muscle? Because your your body is expelling energy so fast to to achieve what you're trying to achieve. It can't. It's your body's not efficient enough to pull the energy that it needs to do that from your fat reserves. It has to go to the better source of the muscle reserves to do that. Your body has this internal trigger of if we're only working out so far, we're burning fat. But as soon as we cross this threshold, we're now burning anything we can, muscle included. And Is that so, why I can't get ripped? Maybe you're working out too hard. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a badass and I work out too much. Well, I mean, I, I see what Dave says about everyone's different. Because I remember, um, well, not remember, I saw the Diary of the CEO book. Have you seen that one? Mm-mm. Where he basically goes through and, like, people are wired. Like, you have your morning people, your evening people, and your night people. Like, some people, and I thought of this, too, like, growing up, it's like, I'm convinced, like, some people just aren't morning people. Yeah. And there's this huge, like, society push of, like... In order to be work hard, you got to wake up at the Jocko, the four in the morning, and yeah. this and that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he talks about how people, you know, they could be just as you know successful and get just as much waking up at ten or waking up at well, twelve. And, and keep in mind, a lot of people may overread that. Mm-hmm. You you get somebody that's not a morning person, 
and they're being told to wake up earlier, that's not being told you have to become a morning person. Mm. That's being told that if you are truly maxed out and you don't have enough time in the day, you have to give up sleep. So wake up earlier because you're never going to convince somebody to stay up later on a long form basis, right? It's easier to convince somebody to get up earlier. And that's actually one of the, the, the most common thing that anybody ever gives pushback on with anything is I don't have the time. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. And everybody knows it's a universal thing that if you don't have the time or you're saying you don't have the time, it's because you're choosing not to make the time. And that's not to say you should choose, right? Mm-hmm. I get pitched with offers all the time. I had some guy slide into my DMs today wanting me to jump on a call with him. And I'm like, I don't have the time. And I'm choosing not to give you the time. I have much yeah. more important shit to do than jump on a call with somebody I've never met and mm. shoot the shit about something that isn't going to benefit me in any way, right? If I had the time and I had nothing better to do, then great. But right now, I don't have the time. Yeah. Right? I'm not sitting around waiting for people to call me. Right. But where the flip side of that is when you see somebody bitching about not being able to get done enough in their own life, mm. you got to wake up earlier. And, and I'm not saying you have to be a morning person. Maybe you're getting up at 9, and we got to get up at eight, right? I hate mornings. Or either that, or just learn to learn where you're at. If you're a morning person, figure out how to be productive in the morning. Vice versa, versa. So it's like rather than waking up earlier, it just you learn to stay productive later in the day. Like that's just well, kind of how it is. But but the what I'm saying is the mentality of the person who says I don't have the time, they're undervaluing how lack how how inefficient they are. They're they're under realizing how inefficient they are, and so the challenge to that. It, it, you could you could argue until you're blue in the face that you can do this more efficiently. This doesn't need to take this much time. You're wasting time here. You're wasting time there. But the way to quantify all of that is to say, get up earlier. And people will fight so hard against getting up earlier that they'll be like, eh, I don't need to watch Netflix. I'll go do that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You were just saying you don't have the time. Yeah. Wait, you can give up Netflix? Yeah, like, well, wait yeah. a minute. What, yeah. I'm so, saying, what I'm saying is, like, if you're a night person, you just work later. Like, you, you get right. up at 10, and you, maybe you work till 8 or 9 right, or right. something. What I'm saying is when, when people are told to get up earlier, what they're saying is sleep less mm-hmm. is what it is. It's not saying They're not trying to convert somebody to become a morning person because you're right. We all have our periods in the day where we're better or worse. And so you, you got to play to that. But eventually if you truly are maxed out in the amount of things you can do Mm -hmm. and you're wanting to do more, you have to sleep less. So whether you're a morning person, night person or anything, that means either stay up later or get up earlier. If you're literally to the point where you have no time, which no one is. Right. Okay. Like you you gotta let, you gotta let some shit go. They call it the octopus thing. Like you're taking on too much. Well, you just, you're, you're just taking on too much. If you're at that point and you're doing 75 hard, the first book you need to read is how to buy your time back. It, I mean, it's it's such a pragmatic but approach. What to, I'm saying is, no one's actually that busy, right? Mm-hmm. There's no no one actually has every minute of every day accounted for, right? You, first off, you don't have the energy to do there's it. That one you guy, physically cannot do it. Yeah, I, I, there is that one guy that he actually makes a spreadsheet of like every minute of his day. Yeah, like some people they take it to like. The extreme. Yeah, those well, are crazy people. They don't do that over a long term, but they do that to find out where they're inefficient. Yeah. They do that to learn their inefficiencies. Yeah. So I know we've gone a long way off of social media. Yeah, we're like um, an hour 40, so yeah. you might want to just wrap it up. We've, we've gone a long way off of social media, but ultimately, if you want to be successful in your business, you are going to have to get onto social media. And if you want to argue with me about it, that's fine. You can argue from the cheap seats while I'm out there playing on the field, right? So, How long have you been waiting to use that, Jim? <laughs> the whole four hour 45. I'm going to say the podcast hour 45 uh, I'm later. Just, <laughs> I'm just saying that that is what it is. This is not my opinion. This is absolute fact. 
The social media is the only way you are going to grow your business wildly without dumping tons of cash into marketing. And if you are new in business or small in business, you do not have the cash to dump into marketing. So dump it into your social media. You're already doing everything throughout the day. You're already eating the meal. Take a, fi- a picture of it and post it. You're already doing the workout. Take a picture of it and post it. The example I d- used earlier today, you're already seeing the peacocking happening in the gym when the attractive girl walks in. Write a couple of cents about it and post it. Boom. Social media post right there. It's done. It's literally that simple. You have no shortage of like a hundred social media posts that are happening to you day in and day out every day. It's just taking a few seconds to make a post about it and being done. So Boom. obviously later on, there's ways you can improve it and write better and have your structure better and timing better and everything else. A lot of that will come naturally too. Though. Yeah. Eventually you just, you just, it all starts by getting out there and making posts about it. So guys, if this show brought you value, if it, it made you think about something in a different way, do us a favor and share the show with somebody who hasn't seen it or hasn't heard it, share it on a Facebook group. We would really appreciate that. Also, if you're new to listening to the show and you liked it, do us a favor and hit the back button once and leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening on. Those reviews help this show pop up in front of other people that might need to see it. So until next week, guys, we will see you later. See ya.